You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. The, the pre-show, I don't think we need to discuss anything else because we're already starting to discuss Peter's Nuts. And, yes. Um, I don't know what Peter's the, Nuts have made their appearance. Uh, is, is Peter Nuts <laughs> or are we talking about his nuts? Uh, anyway, we've got a, a, a special guest on this week for Geekish Show Ever... Uh, 141, I had to look that up. There you go. I'm a really good host. Um, so, uh, Peter Bird, who does the, um, oh, oh, deeper look. look. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. I, I I was on that show for an epic length show, but I, I forgot the name. I was about to say the, are you being served show, but I, 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 cause I, you know, cause Peter's from the UK and are you being served is from the UK and I don't know, it just popped into the head. How are you going, Peter? Oh, I'm going all right. Thank you very much. <laughs> it, it's an uh, interesting day because you was on. You hold the record for that still. Tim tried to beat yes. it, but he didn't quite get there. Fantastic. I love it. And certainly I listened to the episode with Tim on. He's, he's a great... Uh, well, actually, both Tims. We should be clear here. We've got Tim Robertson oh, yeah. on, on one episode, and and he's brilliant. And then uh, Tim Chatham? Yeah. Yep. Sorry, I should have... Been more precise, yeah. I'm on about Tim Chatton because he, he came close to yours, but not quite. No, when I when I get started, it's, it's hard for me to stop, and uh, certainly that's the way it happens here on Geeky's Show over every single week. Kevin and me get into a, a real big, deep discussion, meaningful discussion. But I, I'll tell you what, Kevin, I, I think I upset Mike a little bit. I think he's a little bit jealous that we're having the threesome with Peter and not with him. Well, you know. Mike's more into the threesome thing, I think, because he's a little shy. So that might be why. But, you know, we can always pull him into a four-way and, you know, jerk down and see what he thinks, you know, what he what he wants to talk about. Yeah. Now, you know what I want to talk about, guys? Uh, seeing that we're talking about Peter's nuts, or we were at the top <laughs> of the show anyway. I want to talk about the porno. Oh, whoops, I mean the porno. Have you guys heard anything about the porno? Because, boy, I'm, I'm loving this. No, what the hell is uh, that? Oh, that's that, that's that player, isn't it? I keep mistaking that for saying porno as well. It's yeah. just, I have to keep looking twice. It is. It is Neil Young's uh, portable music player that's basically akin to an iPod on steroids. Um, and you know what? I, um, I've, I've got mixed emotions about it because, that, as you guys know, I love music. But I love collecting physical music. I don't think I'll end up back in the pony. Just I'll probably make a small contribution to get like a signed T-shirt or something. Uh, but I'm not probably not going to go in for the player. And the only reason why is I'm really dead set on you know collecting that physical copy, that Blu-ray audio disc, the vinyl, the high-end CD, what you know, whatever I've got because I, I like looking at the booklets. I like holding the artwork and and all that kind of stuff. I don't like as much as I used to buying a digital copy of something and then not having something tactile to, to hold. It's, it's just, you know, it, it, it's just the way I am and what I like. Uh, but what I've found absolutely amusing this last week is the amount of bullshit that has been coming across podcasts and websites and Twitter and Facebook from people who just diss it, just constantly say hey you know the science is there people can't hear more than this but they haven't they haven't tried it they haven't listened to it and and anytime i i say to these people who honestly they're smart people with stupid statements uh anytime i say hey hey no fair calling me stupid on air i, I didn't call you smart to begin with kevin 
Yes, you did. You called me a smart ass. <laughs> I said your ass is smart. Uh, but look, you know, people making statements and they're getting into this conversation and you can tell when you listen to the episodes of the podcast, uh, you can tell that they don't understand what the what they're talking about. Um, they don't understand the terminology. They don't understand the difference between the different formats. And it's, I, I guess it's not really driving me nuts, but I just think... You know, look, if it's not for you, as I've said before on many shows, stay out of the conversation. Keep your streaming music, keep your iTunes, whatever makes you happy. But don't come and, and give a whole load of misinformation. Um, you know, really, that that's driving me, I, I guess, a little bit nuts this week. It's just the misinformation and, and, you know, proclaiming that they know when they really don't. And, you know, they've got albeit a valuable opinion. I'm not dissing their opinion at all. I'm just saying, well, you can't have a valid opinion and then not know shit about the technology behind it and, and just talk crap. And eh, Anyway, you know. Uh, when, has, when has people not knowing, knowing anything about a topic ever stopped them from discussing it on a podcast? Hell, you and I talk a lot about shit we know nothing about. Good, good point. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> See, Kevin brings me back down to earth. Um, look, at, at least when I talk about the technology side of things, I like to think that I've done my research before I go into a discussion on it. And, um, you know, what, what I find with this Pono topic, everyone's talking about the, the file size. Oh, wow, 24-bit, 192 kilohertz. You can't hear the difference. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. Pono is nothing about that. Yes, it plays the highest possible high-resolution music file available. What I care about is the DAC that's inside that thing, the digital-to-analog converter that makes the that modifies the sound before it gets to your headphones or before it gets to your actual amplifier. That is what's going to change the sound and, and take it from a, a digital sound to a more analogy sound that they're talking about. So I'm not concerned necessarily about, hey, you know, you can buy these really expensive digital files and they're massive in size. And, you know, I'm more interested in taking like a CD, going a full uncompressed eighth on the CD, pumping it onto this player and going, wow, that sounds different because of the internal electronics that's in there. And that's something that I feel people are missing. People are just talking, oh, people can't hear it. And this player will play everything. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, people in the music industry backing it. There's a lot of, you know, normal people like me uh, prepared to back it. And, uh, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm partially normal, Kevin. Listen, run with it, Mr. I don't like music. Um, <laughs> geez, I, sh I, I just, you know what, Peter, I should have kicked Kevin off this week and, and just you and me do the show because he's just going to be a prick all day, isn't he? No! <laughs> See, I, I told you, I, a man can't get a word in edgeways on this show. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you've got to be careful using the word prick, especially in this country, because that has some different meanings as well. Oh, well, let, let's put it this way. The, uh, hold on a sec. Oh, jeez, now we're getting into English terminology. Okay, so we'll leave porno for a minute and we'll start talking about so pricks. Um, we, started, we started with Peter's nuts. We've gone to porno. And now we're trying to figure out what a prick is. Oh, this is the, the best episode we have ever done. <laughs> We've gone back to our potty mouth roots here real quick. 
Well, actually, yeah. actually, speaking of potty mouth, and I'll, I'll stick away from Pono for the moment because I know that it rolls Kevin up because he's got nothing to say. Um, it doesn't play video. Why would I care? Yeah, but see, it, 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 oh, jeez, why am I even saying this? It does one thing, and it's supposed to do one thing well. Um, but anyway, look, it's not for everyone. I've always said that. High-end music is not for everyone. If you like it, great. If you don't, eh, stay away from it. Um, y- you know, Kevin, I uh, I couldn't record yesterday, actually, because the uh, the Klenons were, were planning an attack on the Federation. Yeah, I heard they were circling the outer planet of Uranus. So. <laughs> that, that, I, I, I tell you what, they did some destructive force. I mean, they, they were battling like nothing else. I mean, on, honestly, they just went on for hours and hours and hours. They, uh, they sure had some firepower. Yeah, well, let's put it this way. Just didn't light any matches around you, did we? <laughs> Thank God. Whew, I tell you what, I stunk the house out. Anyway, <laughs> I'm feeling better now. Thank you for asking, my friend. Um, so yeah, it's all it's all over. But yes, the Klingon army did uh, did approach, and uh, boy, I could I could kill you for ruining Klingons for me. Well, I have two Klingons here on my desk. I don't want to know about that, and I am not going there. Now, I, you know what, guys? I'm going to talk about something else that's controversial besides porno pricks and uh, and and Peter's nuts, and that's. Uh, and, and it, it's about religion in a way. And, uh, you know, my kids go to a, a, a school out here and, you know, it's just a standard public school, nothing special about it. But anyway, they do one uh, once a week on a Wednesday, they do uh, what they call scripture, which is basically just a religious lesson. It goes for like morning and then they go back to their normal classes. So anyway, I've got them enrolled in this scripture class. And okay, you know, besides me having mixed beliefs, uh, as you guys know, um, on religion versus no religion, uh, I thought, you know, I'll let my kids just have the exposure to it and, and let them go from there. Anyway, my daughter this morning over breakfast, she, she is talking and she goes, God created us. God created me. And I turned around and I said, no, I created you. And th- this went on big argument. You guys know what I'm like when I get a bee in my bonnet, oh, and uh, <laughs> and it's like, how dare they tell my kids that God created them? I brought them into this life, and I can take them out. And if you like Bill Cosby, then you tell them you can make another one look just like him. That's right. <laughs> and, and, I, look, I don't know about where, where you. Well, Kevin, I know where you stand on religion. I'm not too sure about you, Peter, but you know, I I don't mind a, a religious side of things um you know if, if people want to follow that that's your own prerogative to do so but when it it breeds misinformation to young kids who then don't understand what they're referring to that's where i say hey you know come on this is this is not right i mean if you look at you know most religious bel- beliefs where uh you know god created the uh the earth in seven days and all this kind of stuff uh, and therefore created us um you know that's fine but that's separate from how did you come to being here and living and breathing and and so forth i did that i put you in mummy and mummy spat you out nine months later that's what happens Oh, is that how you God. described it to her, by the way? Just, yes, just it is. It is. And, and Gretel was, was just rolling her eyes and just telling me to stop and slapping me. And I'm like, listen, I played a big role here. I'm not missing out, man. I do not want to miss, you know, I, I want some credit here. 
Really? You want credit? I I need credit, Kevin. It's it, it, it's my uh, my it's ego. ego. I, yeah, indeed. Yeah. So 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 here, poor Gretel did all the work. And you want to take credit for for just being there for thirty seconds? Come on, it was forty five seconds. Uh, you must have been. Never mind. I'm not going to go. But well, you know, yeah, I, I, and I think I've said on this show before too. I, I did grow up with a somewhat religious background, and I still, I still believe. Uh, I don't make any bones about that, but I don't force my religion down other people's throat either. But it was funny because I remember being in school, uh, and I went to public schools here in the United States, the generic public schools. So there, there was no, no religion like you're talking about that that your kids no spiritual lessons given during the day. But I remember in sixth grade I was taking science, and they started talking about um, uh, you know the you know the uh, evolution. I couldn't mm-hmm. think of the word, and you know you know, the thousands and millions of years it took for things to evolve and all that. And I walked up to my dear, uh, my teacher, who I loved anyways. Mrs. Jackson was a great person. And she would happen to be listening. Hey, Ms. Jackson. But I said something to her. I said, I don't understand this. It says in the Bible, it says God created the heaven and earth in the seven days or in six days. And on the seventh day, he rested. But you're telling me, you know, evolution says millions of years. She turned around and simply said to me, Kevin, do you know how long God's day is? I said, nope. And from then on, all my questions were answered. I can I can meld together science and and archaeology and evolution and religion and be happy and, and good with both. So, and it's a very interesting thing. But Kevin, who created God? If God does exist, who created the God? Uh, you know, and then who created that God? That it's a never-ending quest for an answer. That I don't think people who are religious or non-religious will ever find an answer to. I don't even believe science can truly give us the answer. Well, no, and, and I guess I put it in the, with science when it comes to that, I put it in the same token that I put uh, global warming. You know, global warming is happening. I don't deny that it's happening, but I also don't believe that we can tell for sure that it's not part of a larger cycle that because of our knowledge, our limited knowledge of what's happened on this planet in its existence, I don't believe we can know for sure that this is not part of a bigger cycle that we just can't see. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we become very um, self-righteous, I guess, for lack of a better term, when we think that we can look at things and we say we understand completely how the planet came into being. We understand this. We understand that. That is, I'm sorry. I don't. Every year we learn something new. Every you know, there's new discoveries. Things are debunked. New new theories come up. The big uh, the 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 thought that the universe is expanding and contracting. You know, that that whole mystery or theory has been debunked. Well, so, I, I don't know. My my universe was you know expanding and contracting yesterday with the Klingons coming through. What oh, jeez. Yeah, and they had their phasers on high too. And I think they had, <laughs> they had their. I think it's a black hole, isn't it? Oh, it was a black hole. <laughs> Big black hole when it comes to Mark. But you, but you know what I'm saying is that it's it's very tough. I, I just don't feel for people to say these things with absolute certainty, you know, that they can say that because everything gets disproved at a certain point. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, I don't. I, I ranted, didn't I? Damn it. That, that's all right. I rant, so it, it works. But um, you know, look, I, I like when things are disproven. I like when things change. I like that we're still looking and still investigating and stuff. I like that we're not always right, um, or that someone will come across tomorrow and prove us wrong. I enjoy that. It, it's the quest of learning, and yes. the the constant asking what if and could this be possible so i, I think it's a, a good thing and you know i'm, I'm not I, I, as you guys may be aware i um i went to a catholic school i was i was brought up as a catholic and uh worked as a even an altar boy for a, a priest that turned out to be a pedophile and uh you know, my view, of course, is if there was a God, he wouldn't let pedophiles on the face of the earth. But, you know, anyway, I know it is the the person and it's not the religion that, that promotes it. But still, um, it just doesn't sit nice with me. But, you know, I, I went through all of that. And then, you know, I, I just I honestly question if I do keep following this one religion on, on the day of my death, when I do meet the maker if a maker exists what if he's a buddhist for instance and then i've been preaching to the wrong god my whole life then he's going to be pissed <laughs> so you know i don't know really, really you think that's the only reason he's going to be pissed at you well you know i mean look there's multi there's a multitude of reasons why god would be pissed at me trust me i, I deserve to be you know satan's left-hand man but you know <laughs> it's it, oh dear lord <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I didn't I, say I, Santa's left-hand man. Well, I'm just picturing you with the little pitchfork and and all that running around going, <laughs> poking people and doing all kinds of weird stuff. I'm not sure I poke you in the butt when you come down there. What makes you think, hey, if they take you down there, I know I'm guaranteed to go to the good place. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Gretel uh... and the kids will all be happy up here. Look at Mark. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, but you know it's it's funny you talk about creationism and you want to uh, want to take credit for it. Did you happen to see the most recent episode of The Big Bang Theory? Oh, which one was that? Because and okay, let's put it this way: I still have to because the the guys who own the rights to The Big Bang Theory are fucking wankers. They have us running literally six episodes behind the U.S. So guess what? I have to pirate it if I want to fucking watch the latest episode so I can talk to you guys about it. It sucks. The guys who run the Big Ben are stupid because it's the greatest show in the world. Why can't we have it at the same time? Anyway, rant over. Uh, all right, so what What was the last episode you saw? Um, It's been about a week or two, so I, I honestly can't remember um, what the last What's one the was. Was it the one where Sheldon caught his mother fornicating? Oh, hell no. I didn't get that one. Oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> what the? Oh! Uh, the thing about oh, that, no. Mark, is we don't know if Kevin's lying. He could just be winding you up. He could be, but it, it sounds like a plausible storyline, though. It, it's very plausible. I won't spoil all the good one-liners that uh, our dear friend Too Sheldon light. Cooper comes. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Believe you, me. You, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to download that now. Illegally. Thank you, fucking stupid DRM crappy fucking shit. That, oh, it pisses me off that I can't get a TV series in 2014 at the same time you guys can. Hey, uh, you know... 
And this is what shits me. If I go to my US account on iTunes, it's there. But because I run the Australian account on my Apple TV, it won't sync up. And that's a pain in the butt. I've got to leave the computer on. Anyway, but what shits me? This one file, the high-res file of the Big Bang Theory that I want to watch that Kevin's given me spoilers on, that's sitting in Apple's stupid fucking big-ass data center, and it gets delivered out to everywhere in the world. But here... Because we're on a stupid release schedule because our stupid fucked up TV stations have to play it first. But it's the same goddamn file. It's, it's zeros and ones. What the fuck? Are you sure? Are you sure that it's not an octal or, or instead of binary? Oh, trust me, Kevin. It's exactly the same. And, and it really, it, it ikes me that still to this day, and, and, and you know, I know Alistair is screaming across the ditch saying, Mark, shut up! New Zealand doesn't even have TV shows. Get over it. But it, it's really ridiculous. It, you know, the, the one big change that iTunes needs is iTunes Universe. That's what they need. They need the one massive store to rule them all. Yes, because that new Martian sitcom is pissing me off that I don't get to see all the episodes of that until six months later, too. What's that one? The Martian sitcom. It's the one that comes from Mars. Oh, okay. You, you said iTunes. You, God, I have to explain the simple jokes to him. Holy shit! I, I gotta, I gotta say, listeners, he did get me on that one. I, I don't often praise Kevin very often, but that was bloody good. Well, at least it wasn't the one. From- <laughs> I heard that. I was gonna say, at least it wasn't the ones from Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> No, he already watched the Uranus show yesterday. <laughs> oh, my. This is a funny show. I love this show. Crazy. So, Peter, we, I don't even know where to go here. <laughs> What's so, the matter? Did, are you a little off the rails now, Mark? I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going into a black hole, I think. No, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't even know if I can get back to the religious topic after this. Seriously, we'll all be going to hell if, if we go back onto that topic. You, you know, another uh, an, another topic that gave me the shits too is, um, you know, my, my daughter's got this Harmony Day thing, and I don't know if you guys celebrate Harmony Day in the US and the UK and, and so forth. But anyway, it's a day where, you know, you get grandparents together and older people and stuff like that. Kevin could have gone, you know. Um <laughs> i had to go there uh and anyway but my daughter uh, you know called uh my grand uh, my grandparents called my parents uh you know last night and asked if they could go because you know 10 30 morning tea time the grandparents come and the kids get together and they talk and and they ask them questions and they tell tales it's really kind of cool and cute and everything anyway my fucking assholes of parents and this is probably why i got b in my bonnet today and this is rant number five you know, they, they just dissed her and said, no, I've got something else to do. And it's like, you don't. You're, you're fucking retired. You sit on your fucking asses doing fucking nothing. It's like, oh, jeez. And Kevin, I know that you know what your mother's like. And oh, my parents are fucking idiots. And, and what disappoints me is my daughter was in tears, literally in tears last night for an hour before going to bed because they said no. And, and she wouldn't have anyone there today. And it really just pissed me off like nothing else. And I think why it pissed me off, as you guys know, or may know, 
Uh, I grew up in a broken family. Parents separated when I was uh, five. And every year when Father's Day would come around, the Monday after the Sunday that Father's Day fell on, I would refuse to go to school. I was always pretend sick. Because one thing that really traumatized me as a kid was going to school that day and then, oh, what did you do on Father's Day and with your dad? And, and, and what did you know, what did you get him for Father's Day? And of course, my mother being an over-controlling bitch as she was and still is, uh, she wouldn't let me even see my father on Father's Day. So it was incredibly difficult uh, for me growing up. And I just started to see this in my daughter last night. It broke my heart, honestly. Uh, you know, I, I can joke about different things and the whole creation thing and who created who. But honestly, that really broke my heart because uh, it brought back a lot of pain that I had in my childhood. And it's like, geez, parents should just... The only advantage that I can take from the negativity that my parents persist on living within and, and pushing on all of us is that thank fucking God I can see what not to do. And I can then be a better parent to my kids because, geez, I, if I ever end up like my parents, Peter, Kevin, I give you permission, come and shoot me, please. Peter, I know you don't have a gun. Drop way, past Kevin's place. And, <laughs> not yet. I'm not there yet. On my way. Bloody hell. <laughs> I, I knew I should have had mic on today. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. It's you the one. You know, you, I, I was, you gave I, me the open. See, I was having a deep and meaningful, listeners. I, I was, I was, I was getting to my feelings, and Kevin just telling it. Yeah. But you offered <laughs> to let me shoot you. Oh God, not yet. I didn't. You didn't say I, I had to kill you. Oh jeez. I was going to say, it's, Mark. Um, um, I've got to say, I'm kind of pissed off on your behalf as well because I think that is really out of order to do that to your daughter. I mean, seriously, they could have spent an hour. Seriously, it's not right. Yeah, I, I know. It's and and look, you know, I, I don't proclaim to be father of the year or anything like that. I've, I've got my faults as we all do. <coughs> uh, but shut up, Kevin. I coughed. Yeah, I know why. <laughs> Honestly, was that a genuine cough or was that... Yes. I, I, <laughs> sorry, I thought you were having a go. <laughs> See, we, listeners, we're doing a three-way, uh, and, and what happens is that we don't have video on today. So not having video, I can't say that Kevin genuinely coughed, and I thought he was sort of going like, bullshit, you know, that, that <laughs> fake cough. So my, no, apolo- my apologies, my apologies, Kevin. Um, yeah, no, look, it, it's, it's one of those things, you just... That hour, and, and, and look, my my father is literally 20 minutes down the road. He's not that far away. He's seen the kids once in the last three years. And he, he just, he doesn't care. And it's like, ah, oh, you know, I just, it really pisses me off. And it's, all I can say is, thank God I'm not turning out like him. Thank God I'm not, I, I, I won't turn my back on my family. I won't, I won't walk away. I, you know, I, I just... I love my kids. I love spending time with them. You know, my kids ask me to jump. I say, how high? Um, you know, I'd do absolutely anything for them. So, you know, it really hurts me uh, when they don't do it. And look, I can understand sometimes situations happen and you can't always do something. You know, there's, there's moments. But, boy, it's like I know damn well that 
all they're doing is sitting in front of the boob tube watching some stupid honey boo-boo crap like Kevin does, you know. <laughs> I know that they're not doing anything constructive. So it, it, it's just disappointing, and it really is. And, look, you know, I, I put off things, and, and Gretel puts off things, and, and we don't, you know, we leave work early or whatever to make sure that we're there for the kids and we do stuff. And, yeah, it's just... Uh, assholes sometimes parents can be absolute assholes well that's part of being a parent i sometimes think you don't always mean to be that way but sometimes and i'm not excusing what your parents did don't don't get me wrong yeah um but sometimes i think i was watching something not long ago or reading something i don't remember what it was and you know somebody was saying you know yeah, my dad was terrible. He did this. He was always making us do that. Making, you know, made me do this, made me do that. And I was always mad because he was making me do this. And he said, you know what? I finally realized why he was making us that way. He had to make us be that. He had to be that way to make us safe and keep us, you know, on the straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes, um, I mean, I grew up without a dad completely, uh, so I think it's very tough sometimes. And, I mean, you're fortunate in the fact you can see how not to treat your kids, but it could be even worse. Think about it that way. That is true. Um, it definitely could be. It just breaks your heart when, especially your daughter. You know, I, I don't know. If Nicholas was crying, I'd probably tell him to toughen up a little bit, you know. Oh, but nice. When, but when Natalia is in tears and, and so forth, it, it just breaks my heart. So, uh uh, she, you know, look, she's so special to me. She, you know, first born and everything. And, uh, you know, you, you can't, I, I think there's always that connection with the first born that you'll never have with the other kids. And you can say that you love them equally, but there's always just that little bit more love that you have for the first born. Um, it's an unspoken amount of love. It's just something that you know within your heart. Um, that's my opinion, anyway. That's my feelings. So, yeah. Anyway, enough of my boring shenanigans that uh, no one cares about. I've spent thirty minutes crapping on about my life, literally. And porno and Peter's nuts and Uranus and everything else. And, so. and pricks. And pricks. Uh, yes, yeah, pricks. And religion and jeez, with grandparents cross. Who haven't we pissed off yet? Um, let's let's I, check the list. <laughs> <laughs> we got to piss off someone else. Come on, this is a world record attempt. Uh, you know what? I, I want to just uh, slip back to audio for a minute, but not to talk about porno. I just want to talk about... Um, Kevin came across this guy, and he was sitting in a crappy car listening to a doof-doof stereo. And when I say doof-doof, I mean, look, it could have been, you know, sounding fantastic, but you know how they are. Generally, the crappy car and... You know, that they have the doof-doof music going on. And, and Kevin was saying, what a flippin' idiot. Why would anyone want it? such a great stereo and such a crappy car? And, you know, what? my reply was, was pretty terse. And it's like, well, you know, someone who doesn't give a fuck about cars would give a fuck about a stereo system, for instance. And, you know, that's me. I don't, I don't care about cars. I did years ago, but I don't anymore. They cost too much money and I've got to keep paying insurances and rego and all that kind of crap so it's like no i don't want it but you know what a nice stereo on a car i can see that um well let let me set the stage here for the listeners and let me try to paint a visual picture i was sitting at a a traffic light here in town and all of a sudden i heard the thump 
thump, thump of a lot of bass, which a, a lot of bass in anything drives me crazy. Um, that's a whole separate issue, but that's beside the point. And I heard it, and I had my windows rolled up, and I had my uh, stereo on, listening to podcasts, of course. And it was rock on, dude. Huh? Rock on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, but I heard, it, and then I, I felt my truck start to vibrate a little bit. <laughs> Did and you fart? No, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I tell you, it would have been a nice change of pace if I had. Anyway, <laughs> but I, I was trying to figure out where it's coming from, and I look on the to my left on the other side of an intersection. This is a, a four lane road where it comes together, and so it's not a small intersection. It's not a huge one either. But here sat this car that looked like it had it would maybe make it another five or six feet down the road. I mean, it looked like it was held together with spit, band-aids, and maybe a little chewing gum. Um, and here the stereo was, just thumping away. And, and the dude was just bopping along, man. He was having a good time. And I actually thought he might vibrate that the piece of shit vehicle he was in apart just from the stereo. I mean, I, I, I mean, I understand the priority. I can, you know, if music's your thing, not my thing, but if it's your thing, that's great. But I also want to at least assure myself that I have a vehicle worth enough to get me from point A to point B. This car looked like it had a 30-foot warranty on it, and I was think that was going to be a stretch for it to make it 30 feet. I mean, and it was just pieces were looked like they were ready to fall off of it. and every, Reminded me of those old exploding cars I used to get when I was a kid where you'd run the two of them together and the parts would fly off <laughs> in all directions. But, I mean, this car was the biggest piece of crap but it obviously had a, you know, a quite expensive stereo system in them. I don't well, price out stereos. Let, let's put it this way. Doof Doof doesn't need to have an expensive stereo system and it can just have a, a killer uh, woofer in the boot. Uh, you know, that's the thing. A lot of these stereos that you hear that they go doof doof down the road, uh, they're like people who go for Beats uh, headphones. They like the, the Doof Doof extreme bass. And personally, I don't. I, I like a little bit of clarity and a little bit of treble in my uh, music. Uh, and I dial the bass down a little. Um, I don't like vibration in speakers. Nothing shits me worse than, than getting a, a feedback on vibration. So, you know, it, it doesn't mean that he spent a lot. It just means that he likes his music loud and he's just trying to pick up some girl or impress some girl or his mates or whatever. Um, you know, there, there are nice car stereos out there, though, you know. D- depends what type of model car you get. You, you know, you can even get, um, in, you know, say, fifteen to $20,000 range. Um, you can even get both stereos installed in cars now. And... Uh, they sound fantastic. They sound wonderful. I wish I had one, but I don't because my car's cheaper than that. But that's all right. The well, stereo you know, I've got is fine in the car. It's uh, It does the this job. Car, well, here, I'll tie it together for you. Have you ever heard the Johnny Cash song, One Piece at a Time? No, I'm not, not big into Johnny Cash, to be quite honest, Kevin. Well, he talks about where he's working at the Cadillac factory, and he starts smuggling out a Cadillac one piece at a time. And how he puts... You should go listen to the song just once, if nothing mm-hmm. else. Uh, that's kind of what this car looked like for our listeners out there. It, <laughs> it was, you know, like it had two headlights on one side and one on the other. It was like, oh my God, what is this thing? You know, it was a 1978 
uh, rolls canardly, rolls down one hill, canardly make it up the other side. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I just. It's like I say. I my big thing is priorities. My priority is making sure I can get from point A to point B. Yeah, but Kevin, you, you, you've got no priority when it comes to car stereo as long as it plays something that you can listen to. You listen to podcasts. We have the worst audio in the world. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, you know, Peter's show has great audio. Our show has plausible audio. Right? Oh, well, it, thanks thanks for that. <laughs> it, it's still pretty shocking. I, yeah, actually, well, I, okay, here we go. I'm going to piss off podcasters now. Uh, and why not? Because it. we're all podcasters. But what I laugh at is people that spend hundreds of dollars on setting up audio equipment. So, you know, they'll, they'll get a, you know, really a whole PR whatever microphone that costs a few hundred dollars. And then they'll get a mixing board and everything, yada, yada, yada. And then they pump it out to 64 kilobit per second uh, variable bit rate. Um, and it's like, Really? Yeah, you didn't need to spend that much money. You're going to sound crappy anyway. So, oh. well, as as you know, though, most most generic stereos fit right into my hearing range anyway. After our discussion last week, oh, yeah. I can't hear. I can't hear most of that stuff. Yep. So, so yeah, having that conversation with you is is effectively mute because you, you can't hear the difference and you you don't appreciate that difference. So. Uh, yeah, anyway. yeah. I, I don't appreciate you either, but I mean, that's beside well, the point. you know, feelings mutual, Big Kev. Um, <laughs> and we joke. It's a mutual, uh, a mutual unappreciation society here tonight. <laughs> that's all right. Um, now, Peter, what, what do you reckon? Are you more into the have a killer car stereo or a killer car or you don't give a damn about either? Well, I am a music fan and I don't actually drive, but if I'm in a... If I'm in a car, I want one that's going to last longer than 30 feet. So I would ideally like both. Mm-hmm. But, but as far as uh, audio goes anyway, because my day job, pretty much I get bombarded with it. So you kind of want that to be decent audio. And that's like Kevin probably couldn't do because the bass for I work is always boom, 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 constantly. Yeah, I don't think you could cope with it. The the problem with that bass being so low, and I understand what Kevin's saying, but the problem with it being so low is that you do lose a lot of clarity. Uh, what? But, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and that's, look, you know, some people say to me, hey, you can't hear anything in the high, any different between a CD and the high-definition Blu-ray audios I buy, and it's like, you listen to the bass and compare the bass and keep the stereo and the amp at the same level and play those two sources I can guarantee the bass will distort so badly on the lower resolution audio than the higher resolution audio that that's a yeah. loss of information that's a loss of clarity you know it's it but if you like bass then that's better that's what you want to go for but if you don't like bass like I don't I like clarity I like to hear the entire atmosphere then you want a little bit of bass but not too much so um, it depends what you're really after, I, I think, is, is key. But, yeah, too much bass is just... Once it gets into distortion range... Look, electric guitar's already distorted. Why, you know, distort it any further? Um, it's just pointless, so... <sighs> I was going to say, with certain types of music, 
the distorted bass is an advantage anyway, but obviously with yeah. other types, it's going to make it sound incredibly, incredibly crap. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely the style of music. Uh, you know, classical is one thing that uh, you you like having a, a deep bass on, but at the same time you don't want too much because then the string section just gets absorbed into the, the bass. So. You lose the subtleties of the actual song that way, and that's just going to kill it. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, and that, that's what I like about high fidelity audio and high end audio is that you have that clarity in, instead of, and it's almost the term brick walling, uh, where they just compress everything down and add bass because, hey, you know, that's what sounds good on, on you know, entry level systems. Um, you know, and, and you lose information. That, that's why I, I think a lot of people, and I know I'm going back to the high end audio, Kevin, I apologize. But this, this is why I, I think that um, some people don't appreciate the high-end audio. And they say, well, I can't hear a difference, or I don't like the sound of that, because they're so used to hearing something a certain way that when they actually hear the whole package, it's, it's so different that they go, ooh, I don't like that, or that doesn't sound any better than what I've got. And if you've got standard headphones or standard speakers, say if you've got an iPhone dock or an iPod dock, that doesn't produce great sound. It, it produces a nice low end most of the time, uh, and that makes you think it sounds good. It, it's like the uh, the psychological reason of why the loudness wars exist. You turn the volume up, it gets louder. The bass is deeper and gets louder, and people think it sounds better. That's the way the mind works. The mind says, well, that sounds much better because it's louder. Automatically, you think that. So... Um, and you know, I, I can say that people are now yelling at their iPods going, no, Mark, you're full of shit, blah, blah, blah. I've actually got stuff ready to throw out at you, you know, to say, Hey, I'm not the only one that believes this. And here's some much smarter people, really, really smart people who, you know, declare that this is the case as well. So, uh, and that's kind of why I'm working on this book project that I'm working on. I get very sidetracked, though, so uh, I blame you, Kevin. You sidetrack me all the time. What kind of sidetrack? Are we talking a regular, or are we talking a, a sidetrack that has a place for more than one car? No, regular. Okay. Um, okay, I was going to say, because obviously you're talking about sound quality, something else that freaks people out when they first see it is high frame rate movies. They watch them, it freaks them out because they think it's too realistic because they're too used to the lower quality. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same sort of issue you get with the audio. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Um, you know, there was a, a bit of talk um, sort of with the 4K as well, uh, you know, coming out uh, in, in contrast with the Pono. Do we need 4K? I mean, people were saying we don't need 1080p. And then, you know, there's very little difference between 720p and 1080p and all that kind of stuff. And But you do notice a, a slight difference and enough that it's like, oh, okay. But my belief is that if you can get it in the highest possible quality, and if it suits your purpose in that highest possible quality, get it in that highest possible quality. Um, One thing that's got to be remembered, though, is you're not going to take something that was recorded in 720p and put it up to 4K, and all of a sudden it's 4K. If the source was 720p, it can't get better than that. It, that's that's the original source. Same with the music. If 
a band records, and, and Neil Young has uh, has uh, you know stated this in a couple of interviews, where there's about four albums of his that he recorded at CD level when he went from tape to digital. So 16-bit, 44.1 kilohertz. And uh, that's the best it will ever sound. Put in it as, you know, an uncompressed pure audio disc or super audio CD or as a, a download on HD tracks or the new Pono store, it ain't going to make that album sound any better. It's just upscaling it like they do with DVDs. And that's not high quality. That's just, you know repackaging um so it's about going back to the source material doing a brand new master for that format that sounds great and uh if they do that it it, it works well but yeah I, i agree with you peter people don't like certain things if if it changes from what they're used to and um change is good change is fun no it's not well, that changes how you get advancements in, for instance, technology. Because without change, we'd all be stuck listening to—I don't know—somebody just. <laughs> well, probably worse than vinyl, to be honest. Well, let's you wouldn't it, even have vinyl. Yeah, let's let's put it this way: if we didn't have advancements in in say digital technology, let, let's look at that for a minute. In in both television and audio, I mean, we went from VHS. So we had VHS, Super VHS. We had Umatic. We had Betacam. Uh, or just beta, or beta, however you pronounce it. So we had all these analog formats. And for the record, beta or beta, whichever way you pronounce it, was significantly better than VHS. Why did VHS win? Number one, it was cheaper. Number two, porn went on it. So you can see where the mass majority of people go to for (laughs) quality. It's not quality. It's like, hey, all the porns on that. I'm going there, man. (laughs) So, uh, boy, I've spoken about porn a lot today. Um, must be telling. Yeah, and that, and that follows on your perving of last week. So That's all right. <laughs> I, I, I haven't perved much this week, so it must be I need the release to get it out, I, I think, somehow. Um, so, but then we started going into things like uh, video CD, VCD, which was very big in Asia. When it was released, we then went into DVD. Oh, actually, I forgot the one big format: LP-sized laser disc. I don't know. Oh, yeah. about, I don't know about you guys. That still is absolutely cool. I mean, totally defunct. It's pathetic quality by comparison to what we've got on Blu-ray and even 1080p and iTunes and so forth. But for the time, it was amazing, and it's just it's one of those big, beautiful reflective discs and i don't know i I like holding big reflective discs so just enjoy (laughs) i like holding big things kevin uh (laughs) now we know your problem you don't get to do it often enough (laughs) so true but all of this technology keeps improving keeps improving to where we go wow you know this is this is incredible and it's amazing and look i've seen some 4k televisions and some demo 4k stuff and look i can i i Honestly, can't say that, um, hold on, Kevin sent a message in the middle of the show, you need a release that sounds like a saying you need to. What? Never mind. My God. I, Peter, can you figure out that cryptic message? Uh, I think that was definitely directed at you. <laughs> you need a release that sounds like a saying you need to... With... Oh, jeez, Kevin. <laughs> okay, I am not saying that on the show. Um, I get it now. 
All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We are recording yeah. a professional podcast here. If you would like, if, if the whoopee cushion factory is listen, listening, please give us your money and we'll advertise you. Not that we haven't already. Uh, boy, jeez. Uh, yeah, so look, the technology is great that it, it constantly changes and it moves. It gets it gets much better. And look, there, there's things that I, I look at. There's some 1080p films that you get on Blu-ray and they're horrible. It, it, will you stop talking about condoms, Kevin? I didn't say anything. These condoms companies also welcome. Just he's God. I got to close this chat window. Go away. Go away. I think he means for sponsorship for the show. Yeah. Oh, condom companies also welcome. Okay, but as long as they're ribbed for your pleasure. Uh, <laughs> oh dear God! I shouldn't have started this topic. <laughs> Listeners, no. please forgive me. So you should have let me continue with my rant of what I was talking about. See, we can't do threesomes, Kevin. It, it's Peter's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not blaming poor Peter for this one. Well, I got to blame someone because uh, you know <laughs> we've 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 gone through pricks and nuts and condoms and oh boy, Klinons, the whole works. I mean, there's not a part of the anatomy that's private that we haven't spoken about, except for boobies. Ah, oh, shit! I no, just, just did it. <laughs> no oh. boobies. See, this is what happens when we get three men on the show. What we need is we need one of our female listeners to come on the show one day. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, like I, I don't think they, like they ever will. Brave enough. I, you know what? I, I don't think they would. But if they did, I think we'd probably be on our best behavior and we wouldn't say boo, Kevin. I, I think we'd sort of, you know, just shut up and let them do all the talking. Um, anyway, back to what I was talking about, the... Uh, you know, the, the video quality and so forth. So I've seen the 4K TVs in the store. They look really nice. Um, now, I don't think that there's much of a, a big difference between 1080p and 4K, but look, it's going to be for, for big screen TVs and, and those people that have them. That's going to be great. Um, you know, the bottom line is, though, am I going to buy 4K source material? Possibly. If it comes packaged in there and I get it anyway, great. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to go out and look for it because... There's a maximum 1080p on, on my television and so forth. But this brings me into a, a situation with technology where you notice that we sort of change. I mean, for for years and years, DVD was the thing that we all spoke about. It was the greatest thing ever. It was absolutely wonderful. It was great quality, and, and we didn't want anything more. Then HD, DVD, and Blu-ray came in, had a little bit of a war, Blu-ray one. I was actually back in HD DVD at that stage. I actually liked their concept because they had flippers. And what a flipper is, is on one side it had the standard DVD, on the other side it had the HD DVD. So it was like getting two for one. It was just a good deal. And uh, so you could you could buy now. It's a little bit like hybrid SACD where it'll play on a standard CD player. So even if you don't have a Super Audio CD player... You can play it on any normal CD player, and then when you do get a Super Audio CD player, it plays on, on there in the enhanced quality. That's cool. Uh, so, But what we notice is that then when Blu-ray came in, just like we did with our v- VHS, we had to start selling our DVDs so that we'd get the higher quality. So we keep having to re-buy stuff. And my argument, of course, with the high-end audio is, listen, if I buy it in in the highest quality you can possibly get, as close to the master recording as there is that's come direct from the master, then I don't need to re-buy it again. 
because it's going to sound fantastic for my entire life. And that that's the way I look at things. I don't want to have to then rebuy everything again, if that makes sense. So, am I making sense, guys? Not at all. Thank you. Peter, am I making sense? I understand where you're going. Yes, I do. Yeah, it, it's just about... It, it's like game systems come out. PS4 and Xbox One come out, and all of a sudden, oh, you can't... Number one, you can't play the old games on the new systems. That's just ridiculous in my book. But anyway, besides that, you've got to sort of rebuy everything again. I know it's different games most of the time, but, uh, you know, look, so, sometimes uh, in, in the playstation 3 days they they were taking the playstation 2 games they were repackaging them and bundling them as playstation 3 they they just did that yes they technically up them so they were actually a better quality and it's questionable whether or not they succeeded there but it's all about constantly buying and spending money and let's not mince words movie studios music studios gaming studios they're there to make money they don't want to sell you a high-resolution file that you're going to say, hey, I never need to buy another copy of this again unless it wears out or it gets lost or I damage it. They don't want to do that. Uh, and So, you know, going back to the, the Pono topic, it's going to be interesting to see how much support Pono gets uh, from the music industry selling the high-end masters uh, because that's as good as you're going to get it. So it's... You know, they, they want to resell it constantly to you. They want you to keep buying and buying and buying. Otherwise, uh, the back catalogue will just diminish and, and won't exist. Well, you know, it, it's a, I'm a bad person about that because I still have VHS tapes that I play and watch. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean you, you, don't, you don't get pushed into this world of, of feeling the need to, to upgrade the quality that you've got, you're quite happy with what you've got. And, you know, Kevin, I, honestly, I respect that because I'm not that type of person. I'm always aiming to get that slightly bit better quality or that better master, closer to the master, um, as I can get. Just, it, look, I, I love this stuff. It, it's all, the home entertainment means a lot to me. It's, um, it's something that I grew up with appreciating home entertainment products. And it's continued through my entire life, and it's something that I get a great deal of pleasure out of, much more so than than anything else. Um, and, and I'll be quite honest, much more so than and, than computers and technology and everything like that. I really enjoy the home entertainment side of, of things. Uh, so you know, it's um, it's just something that it's not it's not going to be suitable for everyone but my advice to anyone is get the highest quality you can then you don't have to buy it again well you know i i won't disagree i mean since i got uh, as everybody knows i got an hd tv for the first time uh this past christmas my my wife was kind enough to give me one um so i am seeing some things i recently watched uh one of the very first dvds i ever bought was the hunt for red october mm-hmm. and you know, it had looked fine and still looks fine on all the standard deaf televisions we have around here. But, oh, my Lord, does it look terrible on my uh, new That's HDTV. Strange. It does not upscale well at all. I mean, it's grainy. It's bad. I'm going to have to rebuy that movie. Yeah, and Peter, you probably know more about this than I do because I'm more on the audio side. I know you're more on the, the film side. But from my understanding of the like 
Okay, the upscaling inside DVD player or Blu-ray player, you can actually turn that off, Kevin. It might be something worth trying. It also depends what cables you connect up with. If you're using HDMI, then... Yeah. You know, it's wanting to upscale out to that 1080p. If you use an analog connection, uh, your standard composite video, then the the TV might dumb it down to a lower resolution and therefore not look so bad. Well, but you do have a pretty big TV there. Well, I think the other side to it is, as I say, this is one of the first DVDs I ever bought. And it's one of the first DVDs when they started to come down in price. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've probably had this disc... Um, it 15 could, years could even be a bad transfer i mean that happens that's, it, that's it, what i'm thinking it was just it was one of the early on ones where people were not being real careful about the transfers yep yeah so i and, think it, that's part of the problem yeah it definitely could be and look even some blu-rays are just absolutely shocking they're, they're just they're pure shit they are honestly crappy they're just bad uh, the the audio on Blu-ray, Blu-ray can support uncompressed audio, but no, they still compress it down to DVD standard quality 5.1 Dolby surround sound, and it's like, oh my god, this is a movie, and you've got that little bit of audio, and it's like 100 kilobits <laughs> per second, they go into each speaker in the surround sound setup, it's like, oh my god, it's like pulling, I, I want to just get knives and cut out my ears, uh, it's terrible. And you they, know, then they put it on Blu-ray, and it's like, what? Actually, one thing that's come out recently on Blu-ray is, is a lot of the concerts, instead of going back to the master recording and, and remastering the video, all they're doing is they're releasing the standard def video, so the DVD video, with high-def audio. It's an interesting concept. So it sounds fantastic, and it looks shocking. <laughs> Well, but no, wait a minute. You said I have a pretty big TV. Based on what I know my neighbors have, I have a small television. Yeah. Yeah, this could I be mean, an American thing about size, though. Maybe it is, because I know my neighbor across the street has like a 60 or a 65-inch television. Yeah. I, you know, and look, it definitely changes with the, the size and the quality. The bigger you go, the the worse it looks. And that's where 4K is going to come in handy. If, you know, I've only got 32-inch TV. I'm very happy with it. I am not going to get a larger one. Griddle is happy with it, which means I'm happy with it. And quite frankly, for the size room that we're in, it's perfectly fine. So I don't need to worry about that. It, it's the size it is. And Blu-ray and even 1080p on iTunes looks fantastic. And even DVD and standard def from iTunes looks pretty damn good on it. So I'm, I'm quite happy with that. But the minute you go 40 inch and above uh, to some of these cinema displays, even 1080p doesn't look good once you start getting to things like 80 inches. They just, it's like, oh, really? That's shocking. So Yeah, because yeah, you don't have enough data there. Sorry, Peter? I was going to say, that starts to show where they've been shoddy when they've actually put it onto the disc in question because you can see where they've not done their jobs properly. Mm-hmm. And it just does look appalling because the bigger up you go, the more it's the more it has to go into it. And if you've not done it right, it looks dreadful. Simple as that. And it's appalling. Yeah, definitely. And Kevin, the other thing to do is also see with your DVD player and television, see if both of them have upscaling. Because sometimes... What you want to do is, is say, for instance... Turn it, off one. Turn off one. Yeah. And and then have the 
because sometimes they can upscale the upscale, or if they don't do that, then the one with the, the worst looking upscale or the worst technology built in, that's going to make it look worse. Um, so yeah, play, I, just play, fiddle with it, turn it on, turn it off. And look, honestly, I my old HDTV that I had that was 1080i, uh, it was the old CRT um, type, so really big and heavy. But that thing didn't have a very good processor in it. So I decided to turn the upscaling off and it then played the DVDs quite nicely without the upscaling because you you no longer saw when the upscaling was turned off, you didn't see tearing in the image, whereas sometimes if the upscaling isn't done properly, you can see tearing, especially in like fast-moving scenes. It, it looks um, interlaced, I guess, uh, or is it deinterlacing that gives that appearance? Um, I, I can't recall. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think... Um... I think only the only upscaling that's on is in my TV itself. I don't think I have it on in the DVD player because the DVD player is older. Mm-hmm. So I think it's turned off. Everything is running HDMI. And go, every other DVD... Go back DVD, to analog cables. Just try it for me. Go back to analog cables and I've see... I've done that. And no Looks difference? Looks like shit. Yeah. Looks like shit. Um, now I, well, it would because this, it's pumping it's, out at 480p. It's only this one DVD... That's this bad that I've come across so far. Oh, then it's definitely the press. It's the print. It's the press. And, it, and, and this is the reason people wonder, my family wonders, why, Mark, do you buy 10 copies of the same album? And it's because each copy is different. Each copy comes from a different master depending where it was pressed in the world and what company dealt with it. And that's the, that's with everything home entertainment. It's all the same. I mean, you, you can't shop around if it's on iTunes. If it's on iTunes, it is what iTunes supplies. It's either going to be great or it's going to be questionable. When you go physical, I can say, you know what, I'm not happy with this, and I'm therefore going to sell it and get something different. Um, and, and there are big, big differences. That's why I don't believe the philosophy of people when they turn around and they say, I can't hear any difference between, you know, standard deaf and high deaf music. And it's like, you can't tell that it was mastered differently and that it was pressed in a different plant and that it was taken from a master that was five stages away from the original master. You, you, I just, I don't get that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, well, Then okay. you don't get me. No, I don't get you, Kevin, but, you know, that's an, a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in, in the distribution model, what generally happens, and Peter, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I'm, I'm referring mainly to music. So they have a master, that's yeah. the studio master. Then they take that and they press the vinyl master, they press the CD master, they do an iTunes master, they do an SACD if they're doing that, they do a Blu-ray master, whatever they're doing. Now... Sometimes they'll get an external mastering company to work on it, and sometimes uh, a certain master will be much better. So, say for instance, sometimes the vinyl will be better than the CD because it's been sent out to a different mastering lab to get done. Plus, it's also mastered for vinyl, which is a completely different beast than CD is. But if you've got the same guy who's mastering the vinyl and the CD, for instance, then they should sound so similar that when you put it on your system at home, it's not discernible which one is, is different. It, it should really be quite similar. Obviously, you're going to have a little bit more detail in the vinyl, perhaps, uh, but it, it depends. As long as they haven't brick-walled the CD, it should be fine. 
But the the big problem is that, say, for instance, so they'll, they'll do that vinyl master, and then from that master, they make more masters to ship around the world. So by the time you actually get it, it could be three, four, five times degraded from the original master. And it does degrade every single step. It, you know, unless it's pure digital, then it doesn't degrade. But it, if you're looking at analog sources or, you know, many of our movies that we all love and many of the uh, the albums that we all love come from analog sources. That's where the degrading happens. The degrading, of course, doesn't happen with a digital file, but then digital to vinyl, oh, that's just something I don't want. No, well, I, I, again, like I said, I can't hear... The difference we talked about that last week, and that's that's my hearing being damaged. And I, uh, consequentially, just so that you know, I do know that I have, I believe it's called tendonitis. Ooh, that's a nasty one. Ouch. Yeah, that so that I uh, I can understand a lot more why you don't listen to to music and why you don't enjoy that experience because I believe that hurts quite a bit at at certain pitches in sound and so forth. Oh well, we'll see. The other thing that I have trouble with. Is I can hear, um, I don't know, I don't know whether this is the tendonitis or my brain or what something crosswired somewhere else. I can be in a crowded room and I can have a I have a very difficult time having a conversation with somebody because my hearing is constantly scanning and I'll hear you could be looking at me mm-hmm. I hear you but I only understand about every third to fourth word that you say. And I'll hear the second and third word from all the other people around me. Wow. It it drives me crazy. If I'm sitting in a large meeting and somebody starts to talk, I can't hear squat. I wow. cannot hear what the person leading the meeting saying. I Because li- I actually sit in the meeting doing the old man thing. I have my hand behind my ear to so I can't hear the side conversation mm-hmm. and only hear what I want to hear. I That's... I mean that's that's the problem with my hearing. I'm I'm not deaf by any stretch of the imagination. It's just and my wife can be talking to me and if the kids are running around playing and making noise as kids are wont to do, uh, I will only hear about every third word she says and she gets so angry with me. It's like I'm sorry, I hear you, but I can't understand what you're saying. Mm. So not good. What? Not good. Oh, what? (laughs) <laughs> and of course it's good that Kevin can have a joke about it that's that's for sure but uh yeah that it's it's not good when when you have hearing damage I um cuz I love music so much I just hope it never happens to me but if it does yeah you know what it does and then I'll go and rant on some other topic yeah, that's true you you never run out of topics to rant on uh I look I I have so many hobbies and so many half-finished hobbies and, and so many that I shelve. And, like, at the moment, I've shelved gaming for the last few months. Um, and then, you know, I'll get back into it hardcore sometime. And, you know, I, I, it's good to have different things that you can dig your teeth into when something exciting happens. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm certainly not one of these types of people that I know many audiophiles are where they haven't bought a... Uh, a new album in 20 years because they just sit and listen to the old records that they've got and it's like, nah, I'm not like that. <laughs> I, you know, I buy and buy and buy and then once I've had enough, I go and I, I start gaming again or I start you know, film watching again or whatever it may be. That's uh, called ADD. Yeah, well, yeah, but see, 
That that's a along sh- with some OCD. It's it's OCD, not ADD, because my attention is is uh, definitely there for the time that I want to be there on that topic and and so forth. I just hope that I can finish the project that I'm working on before I lose <laughs> lose again. Otherwise, this book that I keep promising will never see the light of day. It's. Uh, it, look, it's fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it. it. Even for myself, just doing the research uh, into audio and, and getting different opinions. And I'm, I'm open to different opinions. Anyone will, uh, who has had a conversation with me, either online or in person, will tell you that I'm not close to the, the different positions that people have with regards to why well, I don't see the point of high-end audio. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not going to shoot someone down. If you can't hear it, that's cool. You can't hear it. If you don't want to hear it, that's cool. You don't need to. No one's forcing you to buy it. But if you just diss it for no reason and you've never tried it or you don't want to invest, you know, or whatever, then that's not right. That's in anything. It doesn't have to be audio. It's just that for some stupid fucked up reason, there's a religious war in the audio community over, you know, this format of audio and that format of audio. It's ridiculous. It really is. And, uh, I like to be somewhere in between. I like to hear both sides of the story and then make my own mind up. And I believe my own mind is best made up by listening and enjoying. And whatever format I prefer is what I prefer. And don't diss me for it. It's, uh, you know, so many people just have opinions, but they'd like to degrade anyone who doesn't share their opinion. If I do that, please, Kevin, shoot me. Okay. No, I'm not saying now. I'm not. I was going to say, Mark, not again. That's twice you've offered him that. I know. Look, I I just, I like to give him a little something because I I criticize him quite heavily for the TV shows he watches, which, uh, my God, some, uh, okay, look, here I am saying don't be critical about things and I try to sit on the fence, but Kevin, I can't, I can't sit on the fence with the crap you watch, my friend. It's not about quality. This is, well, actually it is about quality, but, but, but it, it, it's not, look, you can get Honey Boo Boo in HD. Wonderful. Jesus, God knows why you'd want it. But, you know, it, it's all about, I, I class stuff like that as just a waste of time. Oh, oh, Honey Boo Boo is a waste of time. Poor little thing. She's so misunderstood by you. Mm. I don't know why you got to be hating on her. You know what? One day she's going to grow up and she's going to hate her parents just like I hate my parents for this shit. I mean, then then she's going to fly to Australia and shoot you. Yeah, well, you know, plane has to get here first. Um, (laughs) Yes, and that's the first joke I've made about that. I honestly hope they actually find that planet. You know. A few jokes have come come across recently on the Twitter feed, and that it's like, you know, we we can track people via their their mobile phones, but yet we lose a plane. Yeah, did nobody on that plane have a mobile phone, for instance? Yeah, and it wasn't a, a case where the iPhones can be tracked, even if they're turned off. I don't know. I mean, oh look, it's. It's really yeah, strange. It? It's honestly, I've heard everything from UFO conspiracies to, um, you know, just everything you can possibly imagine. I mean, it's getting to the stage now where the internet is getting past the initial shock and the the sadness surrounding it, and now the jokes are starting to come out. And it's still a serious matter. It's still very serious for the families and the people affected. Um, but it, it is, you are starting to question, gee, how could a whole plane 
just disappear it's other than disintegrating uh in air completely or uh you know aliens intervening and and taking it um you know there's not a lot of other possibilities i mean that they've got black boxes on board so if they do find it they'll find out what happened but i thought that all these planes had beacons and satellite beacons and everything like that i you know i um i assume that it the the plane systems were one of the highest quality and highest end uh, technologies that could actually track and keep a, a trace of it, uh, but clearly that's not the case. That's the funny well, thing is they are actually quite high quality things, but the problem is apparently they're quite easy to get into if you know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So that could always be an issue because obviously you don't know what's happened to the system. Yeah. Well, I so mean, that's kind of worrying. It's it's Sorry, very sad. I think there's, uh, I you know, I worry about the fact that um, we haven't found these poor people, and we're really going to feel bad if some of them had survived if we'd been able to get to them, mm. you know, say within the first twenty four to forty eight hours or something like that, or even within the first six or eight hours. So that I mean, that's nothing. And then for the families that need closure, but this is that thing what I said in the beginning. You know, we we think that we're in that it, that things are almost infallible, and that we should be that we are the master of the planet, and we can do anything. And guess what? The planet can still screw around with us and make things happen that we don't intend to. You know, very true, and that that's the scary part of living every day, isn't it? It's um, it's always that fear of what if. You know, um, look, I I do a walk every day to pick up the kids from school. And I've got to cross several roads. A couple of them are quite dangerous. People fly around corners. And I, I do often think to myself, you know, if I leave 30 seconds later or, or 30 seconds earlier, what could possibly happen? And uh, it, it screws with your head. You really don't want to think that. Uh, but one example, uh, actually, recently was uh, this last weekend, a car by an idiot driver who thought that he could handle a car going sideways around the corner if you do that and you're listening to this show, don't listen to this show anymore. You're a fucking idiot. Go to a racetrack Agreed. if you want to do that stuff. Uh, it's just ridiculous. You're putting yourself in danger, and more importantly, innocent people in danger. Anyway, this guy literally came around the corner, and I actually have to take a picture of it um, and, and put it up on Twitter so that you guys can see because the mess is still there. The car's been taken, but the destruction's still there. So he came around the corner, and then he went up on the curb and into someone's front wall, which was a, a rock face wall, and, you know, totally rode his car off, and then it spun and went down the road a bit, and there's skid marks everywhere. And it's just like I walk on that little section of footpath there that he went up on every single day uh, four times because I I walk the kids to school all on it, then I walk back home, and then I go and pick them up, and then I walk back home with the kids. So I I walk past that four times a day. And if I was there at the time he was being a skylark and a fucking idiot, I'd probably be dead. And, you know, it's just... Some of those things, when you start to think of that, you just get scared. You you do honestly get scared with what could happen. If I step out, at, you know, one second earlier, could I get hit by a car or something? And, you know, it's uh, the same thing, driving as well. I think the same thing. If sometimes before I get in the car, it's like, okay, if I just wait 10 seconds, 
my life is going to be different because by the time I get up the road, I'm going to be around different people driving with me. Now, I know that probably seems a bit strange to think of, but if, if you think about it, so if I just wait 10 seconds, the cars that I would normally join and drive next to with other people, they're going to be gone and new people will be there, perhaps better, perhaps worse. You never know. And yeah, it's just, it's scary. I, I find it really petrifying to think of that. But of course, with my OCD, I tend to think about that stuff uh, and think about it and think about it some more and think about it and it, it starts to screw with your head. Not that I need any more screwing with my head. It's already screwed up enough, but we can <clears> go there. <clears throat> so what you're describing is pretty much cause and effect, basically, because your decision will affect other people and it creates the ripple. And yes. if you do something slightly different, it changes everything else. Absolutely. Uh, I've always heard it called the butterfly effect. Yes, thanks, Kevin. Yes, it is. Um, Actually, the, it, and that's a great movie that you should watch if you haven't ever seen it. I've seen it. I, I, on your recommendation about a year ago, actually, I really enjoyed it. I actually have to need, I, I need to see it again because uh, it's really quite good. I only rented it at the time, so I have to try and, and get it out again. But it is, uh, it, it's one of those, it's cool to think about, but it's also scary to think about at times because uh, life is so precious and can be gone in an instant and there's nothing that any of us can do about it. When our time's up, it's up. And uh, yeah, scary yeah. thought to, to close out the show with. Yes, it's a very <laughs> scary thought. Oh, well, anyway, we'll get back to talking about <laughs> Peter's nuts and pricks and, and and whatnot. Well, that'll be our next week's show anyway. And, uh, <laughs> well, you know, we'll, we'll... Oh, God, no, I'm not going there. I was going to say something, but uh, <laughs> I won't go there. Oh, boy. Uh, Poor hang Mike. on straight on this show? <laughs> it, it, you know what? Mike's missed out on a great show this week. We, we've, we've spoken about everything we can possibly think of, and uh, we've talked a lot of crap. We've talked about some good stuff. I've talked way too much. Peter hasn't talked enough. I, I think I think Peter is is so used to the Deeper Look podcast. Please subscribe in iTunes to it, guys, and uh, and leave him some feedback in iTunes. But I think Peter's so used to waiting for everyone else to talk and and tell their story that now he waits for us to talk. And it, it's like I'm on the Deeper Look podcast again. I just keep talking and talking and talking, and no one's there to shut me up. Really? Do you uh, think I ever have much luck shutting you up anyway? Yeah, probably not. But, I mean, this time it's two against one, so I was kind of figuring, you know, you could both figure out a way to shut me up. But I did. I uh, come down there and I shoot you. But you're not here <laughs> yet. But I sent something to Gretel to solve that problem. Uh-huh. <sighs> you didn't say it had to be lethal. Nobody said anything about lethal. Just don't make it hurt. Well, you didn't say I couldn't make it hurt. Well, as long as it's not something you're going to prick me with. Mark, please don't say prick. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, this has been Geekiest Show Over. God knows what episode it is. 141. One. 141. <laughs> oh, jeez. Kevin, where can the listeners find out more about you and... Uh, and, and where can they contact you to say, I feel sorry for you having to put up with that loser from Australia? Um, well, there's that normal sorry for you having to put up with that loser for Australia at 
gmail.com is where I get most of that. But anyway, no. <laughs> uh, normally, oh, before I say where I can be found, I want to give a shout out to our newest listener. Oh, it, won't, it won't be after this show. <laughs> we oh. made sure of that. <laughs> well, we'll see. I'll find out. But I want to give a shout out to my new our newest listener, Mr. Gilbert. If you're listening to this point in the show, thank you for hanging on despite Mark's shenanigans on St. Patrick's hey, Day. Listen, you're the co-host as well. And, and Peter, you're the co-host guest. So, uh, you know, my shenanigans, <laughs> you guys could have stepped in and steered us in the right direction. You let me go down Peter's nuts and, and, and pricks and all that kind of stuff today. Look, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, you went down my nuts. Uh, you might want to rephrase that. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's not good. That's not good, Mike. Help me out. Mark, trying to steer you in the right directions, trying to, to convince the captain of the Titanic there was an iceberg. It ain't going to happen. So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, but anyway, a big shout out to our newest listener, Gilbert. I hope you enjoyed the show. But if anybody wants to find out or talk to me, Easiest places over on Twitter, as I say, at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. Uh, go over there and hit me up, and I'll try to keep uh, try to reply to you. Also, I am once in a while over on app.net, so you can and same handle there. So hit me up. Fantastic. And you know what? I, I can say one thing before I, I ask Peter to tell you where he can be found. Thank God Peter's name isn't Nobby. And... Uh, <laughs> Peter knows exactly what I'm saying. The UK guys and the Australian guys know. Maybe the Americans don't. But uh, thank God his name's not Nubby. Uh, <laughs> Nubby. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going nuts today. Crocky. Thank God ain't dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter, where can the listeners find out more about you and uh, and the Deeper Look podcast? And, and trust me, the Deeper Look doesn't go... Well, it does when I'm on. It goes to those poor, pathetic levels. But it normally doesn't. It's a very good show. Where can they find you? Okay, well, firstly, we didn't talk about my nuts at all. And <laughs> on Twitter... <laughs> on Twitter, I'm Peter78. And I'll mention very quickly on Twitter, uh, Bill Patterson, whose idea it was for me to be on here, because he mentioned it on Twitter earlier. So thank you, Bill. Well, yes, yeah, I, I don't know if he'll be that happy with the result, <laughs> but... We we talked about some interesting stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Nobby. <laughs> Nobby's nuts. Nobby's nuts. You say that. That's actually there's actually uh, peanuts over here that have that name. But anyway, yep. Um, <laughs> that's that's why you get it. <laughs> exactly. It's very funny. Hat, but yeah. Anyway, best get on with the rest of it. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, but I was just going to say that. So out here in Australia, when we have the ads, we we have the nibble nobby's nuts. Yeah, so do we. So funny. It's it's like spotted dick. Oh yeah, we get that too. Yep, yep. Sorry, Kevin, we're leaving you out. Anyway, Peter, where can you be found? No, I'm just. I, I'm just. No, I'm just. <laughs> I'm brushing my hands of it, folks. <laughs> oh dear. Right, so yeah, the Twitter is Peter78, which you can find me on. Deeper Look has also got a Twitter handle as well, which is Deeper Look Pod. And there's a Google Plus community, which you can find us on as well. So, And obviously, it's in iTunes, so go have a listen. Thank you very much, guys. I really enjoyed this. This was such a laugh. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad someone enjoyed it, because I'm sure that the, uh, 
The other listeners are going, oh, Jesus Christ, could this go any worse? <laughs> oh, yeah, it could. Yeah, you know what? It probably has in the past. But you know what? I'll, I'll listen back to this and I'll probably say, you know, that wasn't such a bad episode after all. I do that occasionally. Sometimes when I'm recording live, I'm going, oh, man, why am I going there? I'm sounding like shit. And then I go back to it later and it's like, actually, that wasn't too bad. So uh, anyway, for anything relating to me, simply head across to markgreentree.com. And if you have any complaints, simply head across to mark.greentree at uranus.com. And that you first heard on the Deeper Look podcast. Well, thank you for listening and uh, for staying with the show and putting up with us. And uh, hopefully you weren't nibbling Nobby's nuts at the time. Uh, But if you were too bad, I hope they were nice and salty. Until next week, take care. And please remember, no matter whose nuts you're nibbling, between now and next week, to hug a geek. best outro ever i'm leaving that in thanks kevin hi everyone this is gaz from the mymac.com podcast and i'm here with that big yank tank guy hey you nitwit brit did you know the mymac.com podcast is one of the longest running mac podcasts out there i did know that why do you think that is i think it's because we bring a blend of tech and entertainment that no other show can do I thought it was because one of us is incredibly handsome. (laughs) Well, thanks, Gaz. I do try to look my best. Yes, Guy. Of course. But how can people find the podcast? Well, they should just go to iTunes and do a podcast search for MyMac.com. So subscribe and get your weekly dose of tech fun. Wait, I I thought I was the handsome one. Yeah, you just keep thinking that and we'll be all right. (laughs) 